My name is Caitlin Malinowski, and I am your host of the IAUG Insider Podcast, the home of exclusive interviews with Avaya and IAUG industry leaders on the latest telecommunications news, trends, and best practices. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the IAUG Insider Podcast. Today, we are welcoming Mike Kutch from Avaya. He had some great insight onto the ever-changing world of IT and its experiences working with Avaya and other IT telecom industry roles. So keep listening to hear more from Mike. All right. Hey, Mike. How are you doing today? Very good. How are you doing today? I'm great. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me. It's great being here. Um, love spending time with IEUG. Uh, think the memberships are great. Think all the you know the people that are involved. It's a great team. So, um, you know, I'm very thankful that we're having the time to to talk today. Awesome. Well, thanks. Um, so we're just going to kind of dive right in. I know you kind of have some background on what we're trying to do with this season of the podcast, but we're really trying to dive into the changing world of telecom and IT and. We really want to get the Avaya perspective on how you see some of your products changing and evolving, what your experience has been since you started working with Avaya, um, what your experience was before you started working with Avaya, how your job has changed over the years. So I guess I'm going to start with an easy one. Um, How long have you been with Avaya? Sure. Um, I've been with Avaya about seven and a half years, uh, but I've been in the industry for quite some time. I I won't say how long because it'll really date me. But um, I've worked at other companies that are well-known in the industry, uh, some of the competitors to, to Avaya, um, and some small startups that were working on some unique problems, uh, solving some voice problems and the like. So um, know, understand the space, understand the problems that our customers and our partners see on a, on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. And what is your job title now? Sure. Um, so I'm Senior Director of Solutions Marketing, which... It might be a little bit confusing. I'm a little bit of a jack of all trades. I've done a lot of things at Avaya. Some people have known me on the product management side. Um, I've done some of the outbound marketing side. I, you know, I look after a number of different things today. Um, most notably is uh, the marketing for our UC portfolio. So um, our Aura platform, our IP office platform, what used to be known as Equinox, uh, which is the, the Avaya IX workplace today. Um, so all of those items fall under me and my team from a marketing perspective. Okay. And circling back before you started working at Avaya, what kind of jobs were you doing sort of fresh out of college or between college and when you started working at Avaya? Sure. Um, I worked at oh, a number of different companies, um, some small startups that were doing security software. Um, I was working at a company that is sort of known in the, in the industry. It's called Global IP Solutions. Um, they actually made the Kodaks, so the underlying the technology for voice uh, for a number of the for the a number of the platforms, including Skype. So Skype actually used the Global IP, also known as GIPS, um, their products, um, and put them into the you know that was that was the core engine behind Skype for a long time, um, and those Kodaks are also used. Um, Avaya used them, Nortel used them, Cisco used them. All of the major players used uh, Gips Codex. So I've done that. Um, Right after college, I I actually took a little bit of a different track. I was working full-time and going to college full-time. So I I was already in technology as I was going to college. Um, But uh, after I finished my first degree, um, went out there and started working for one one of our larger competitors, 
Um, we won't say their name today, but uh, yeah. So they were, I was working for them for some time, um, working on some data networking stuff. Okay. And outside of the competitor you worked for, were you used to using any Avaya products in any capacity before you started working there? Or was it more so something that you had to learn when you started? Um, I was very familiar with the the Avaya products. Like I said, when I was at Gips, um, we worked with all of the voice vendor products. So the Avaya products, the Cisco products, um, Nortel, et cetera, et cetera. So mm-hmm. I was very familiar with all, all, all the products in the industry. Um, so knew, knew the Avaya products before I got, uh, even before I got here. Ooh, that's interesting. What did you go to school for? Um, so I, my first degree, I was a computer science. So I, I, I actually know how to program. People look at me a little crazy, especially in the engineers, when I actually start challenging them to uh, programming. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was uh, quite some time ago. Uh, and then I ended up getting a master's degree also, uh, uh, an MBA. So I, I have uh, sort of both sides, the, the technical side and the business side. So that must work out for you with the kind of absorption of a telecom position into the IT. Yeah, it works out really well. Um, understanding how things have changed. And that's really one of the crux of what's going on in the industry today is all this change. There's this technology, this base technology that you need to understand and and grasp. But then there's all this sort of change management that's going on because the way we used to do things 10, 15 years ago is really different than the way things are being done today and the way things are going to be done tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So kind of in that same vein, I guess, how has your job specifically changed since you started there? Sure. Uh, the My job has really, really changed significantly. So when I first came to Avaya, voice was everything. And, you know, everyone talked about MOS scores and reliability and uptime of your voice system, right? Now, there was this concept and everyone talked about unified communications. And unified communications really was sort of this, you know, was a term that was thrown around, but you didn't really have it, right? Things have really evolved. So so a couple of big trends have happened in the industry. The first one is really getting to unified communications. So it's not just about voice anymore. It's about bringing voice and video and conferencing and IM and team collaboration and all of that into a single platform. So that, that's one of the things that was, was really changed and there's been a big drive for this. And some people call, you know, there's a lot of terms around this, but it's really getting that unified communications going, right? And before it was all these little silos and voice was there. And then there was a silo of some people doing conferencing and a silo of some people doing video, uh, but now it's all merging. Now the other trend, and it's sort of related to this combining of things is uh, going to the cloud. So you can do all of this combined together. You can go to the cloud and combine it all together. And the cloud actually makes this combination work, you know, that combination work easier. So those two trends are huge. When I first came to Avaya, like I said, about seven, eight years ago, it was, you know, there was all these silos and now it's breaking down those walls. And now it's that cloud that really, you know, moving towards the cloud and how all of these things, you know, work together and being able to seamlessly go from one platform to the next Start, you know, you start off with an IM message, right? You know, I do this with my team all the time. I'll, you know, you know, one of the, I'll start off with an IM, and then all of a sudden it's like, okay, this is more difficult than typing it out. Let's get a phone call, and then all of a sudden I need to, we need to jump on video because we're going to start doing uh, screen sharing. That's a common practice. That this happens day in and day out, and that wasn't the way it was when I first started with Avaya. Then it was, well, okay, 
you have a scheduled meeting and then you go into a conference room and all that sort of stuff. It's, it's, it's really all of this um, evolution towards that full UC solution. Yeah, um, that's certainly really interesting. So outside of even just your job, how have you seen the products change? I know you mentioned there was a big introduction to AI and cloud and all of that. How have you seen products shift from even more basic telephones to IM and Equinox and all of your newer products? Sure. I mean, you, you see this on everything that's going on out there. Um, before, you know, people talked about a phone and how many buttons it had, right? Now it's what resolution screen do you have on your desk phone? Because you need to be able to do different things with it. You need to be able to get everything and, you know, and switch the modalities. The, the, the products, the Avaya products in general are, are of great standards. You know, I, I hate to use the term nowadays bulletproof because it has some bad connotations, but they, they, they just worked. You know, when we see this time and time again, I, I talk to people that have had either an Avaya product or a Heritage Nortel product that have been working for 20, 30, even 40 years, right? They just work, right? But they're not having the technology that you need. So the products, you know, have, have evolved. The products have, have gone through this evolution of being able to bring on, you know, full UC experience, bringing in AI, being able to connect to other other platforms because it's now about the ecosystems that you're that you're working with and going out there and touching all of these different things. So the products have grown up um, because the products themselves were sort of siloed because it was like, okay, we have a voice product and then we have a conferencing product and then we have a video product. Now they're all sort of, they're all coming together from a product perspective and people are using them together. Okay. So you feel like a lot of the changes that are coming, they, the old products are working great and they're still doing their job, but it's really important to have those new updated products to just be on the same page as everybody else. Yeah. If you really want to take advantage of the way people communicate. So there, there's a stat um, that we throw out there that 50% of the workforce are going to be millennials by 2023. All right. Now that's not a bad thing. You know, people sort of pick on the millennials and say, you know, there's all the late night jokes about them and stuff like that. It's nothing wrong. It's just, you know, it's change. You know, and people said the same thing about the, the, uh, you know, the 20-something-year-olds in the 60s, right? Look at those hippies and all that sort of stuff. It's not bad. It's just change, right? Mm -hmm. the, the millennials expect a different communication experience. So our products need to understand and adapt to these communication experiences. When, you know, five, 10 years ago, you know, everyone picked up a phone call, you know, picked up a phone to make a call to their bank, right? That was the first thing they did. Nowadays, the first thing they do is they go out there onto their, onto their mobile phone and start an IM session going, you know, what's going on with my bank account, right? It's a different experience, right? And the companies that understand this and that adopt that there are multiple modals of communication are the ones that are going to, ex uh, going to excel. They're the ones that are going to give the better customer experience. So all of that needs to come together to be able for that company to succeed. And this is where Avaya comes in. This is where Avaya helps people is because we have the ability and our products have the capabilities to go out there and be able to deliver that multimodal experience, being able to deliver it, whether it's IM, voice, video, collaboration, any of those sort of things. And you start bringing that all together. And now we're also seeing the next evolution, which is sort of the merging of contact center into the, into the UC world. And that's, that's going to be the next evolution that you start seeing out there. And you start seeing all of this, you know, working together 
and being able to communicate in a seamless fashion. And it's it's not about what used to happen. And, and those products are great, right? You know, some of those older products have some of the capabilities, but if you want to get to the true capabilities of this multimodal, being able to switch from IM to voice to video, you need to upgrade your systems. You need to get from your older IP office systems, your older Nortel CS1000 systems, your older Aura CM systems, and bring them to the next generation. Those are the generations that are going to deliver these, uh, these benefits, these capabilities that the public in general are looking for. So do you feel like having that big shift is almost a tougher sell when it comes to people who are more seasoned in their role as a telecom IT person. I'm sure it's easy to get a, you know, a millennial aged person to say, Hey, you need, I am, you need phone, you need video chat all in one place. Do you kind of have a harder time making that shift with a um, more seasoned professional where they may be like, no, we're comfortable with our phones. We're comfortable with where we are. It, totally. We see this all the time. Um, I was doing a roadshow uh, in the spring, in the springtime of this year. We were going from city to city and I, I ran into IT professionals everywhere um, that said, I'm not going to upgrade this. You know, I'm leaving the system alone until I retire. All right. It works. I'm not touching it. I'm not doing anything with it because it works. Right. Um, the problem with that is they're holding back their companies at that point. They're not allowing their companies to grow. It might be good for them. It might be, you know, job protection. It might be a safe place for them. But the company is now, you know, the company's now allowing, you know, not getting the best communication experience to their end customers. And that puts that company at a competitive disadvantage. The company needs to understand that they need to be able to communicate whatever way their end customers want. So, you know, having those older IT guys, some of them do, and it's, it's not all of them, um, and some of them don't. But, you know, you see a lot of them saying, okay, the system works. I don't, you know, and this is, you know, you know human behavior. If something's working, you don't want to, you don't want to change it, you know, because you know, it works, right? But it's time to start thinking about the next thing. You know, people, if you think about, you know, going back 10, 12 years ago, you know, the iPhone was brand new, right? And everyone goes, well, my, my cell phone works. Why do I need a touch screen? Why do I need all these other sort of things? And nowadays, no one would go imagine going out there and getting a phone that didn't have a touchscreen capability and going out there and being able to check their email on their phone and so on and so forth. It's evolved. It's, it's moved on. It's, it's time to go there. And that's what we're seeing in the corporate communications is the systems of work. And that's great. And that's wonderful. But the overall market is moving on. And that's, that's where, you know, the IT guy needs to start looking at what's the next thing that they can do with their systems. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I definitely even remember when I was younger, I was very wary of a touchscreen phone because I was confident one day it was going to stop working. I loved a flip-up screen with a typing keyboard. So, it, it, you know, and there's you look at it and I look at some of the movies of the time and everyone's like, oh, yeah, I got I got my great Motorola phone, you know, my Motorola flip phones, right? Um, and Apple took a little bit of time to get people used to it, but now... No one would ever think about not having, you know, a touchscreen phone. That's just the, that's the norm. Um, and that's just the way, the, the way the, you know, things right. have evolved. Yeah, that's definitely a big change that's happening, you know, in the world of tech and even just devices in general. Um, so somebody kind of in that same vein. So what would you say to somebody who's starting out in IT? I know a lot of the times that telecom role is kind of, 
put onto somebody who's more in an IT position. So what kind of things or advice might you give to somebody who's starting an IT job and they're handed this platter of telecom needs and they're not sure where to start? Sure. Um, It's almost the, it's an interesting dynamic. Um, Because you think you start thinking about it. And the first thing somebody who's new, who's new to it is going to gravitate towards Mm -hmm. all the new things, right? Um, And what I'm going to tell what I would tell them is, don't forget about the old things, right? Here's a good example. And um, we, we see this time and time again, if a meeting starts up and you expect to you expect the meeting to be on some collaboration platform, so on and so forth, uh, where you're going to have video and sharing and all that sort of stuff. Your meeting, you know, can still function if the video doesn't function. Your meeting can still function if the I uh, the IM doesn't function. Your meeting can still function if the sharing doesn't function. But your meeting can't function if the voice isn't there. So. Some of this, and we see this with some of the new platforms, they talk about all these great collaboration things, but their core voice just isn't there yet. And that's, that's actually a tricky thing. Voice, when you start talking about voice and the voice communication, and everyone thinks about voice, right? Without voice, without sound. Um, you know, you go back to the silent pictures, you know, and start reading subtitles. You know, all right, it's, you can only do, so, do that for so long. So that, that sound is really how we actually, you know, communicate. You know, they say a picture is worth a thousand words, and it's true. But if you don't have the, the voiceover that goes with it, it gets, those meetings get stale. And this is where Avaya comes in, where our voice is rock solid. It's been there forever, and we know how to make high-quality voice. So while you're out there looking at the greatest and latest technology, don't forget about what really drives the communication, which is that voice experience. So it's, you know, you know, we don't want to go backwards. We don't want to only focus on voice. But somebody new, you know, it's great that you start talking about this and you start talking about how you're going to collaborate and how you're going to use, you know, um, a team collaboration platform, you know, sort of our, along our spaces lines. Those sort of things are great and wonderful, but make sure that you still have that core underlying technology because that's really what's, what's going to drive everything. And you want that to be of the utmost reliability. And whether, you know, if you look at the IP Office platform, you look at the Aura platform, those are the platforms that just are, you know, they're out there and they're proven. They're giving the reliability that customers are really looking for. Um, So I guess kind of in a little bit of a different space, how do you see the jobs in general in IT and telecom evolving? I know even... Now, some of it's evolved pretty heavily. It's less of a telecom role and more of an IT role with a little telecom sprinkled in. But outside of that, how do you see major positions changing in the world of IT for people that may just be coming into it or people who are moving up in their company? What what kind of jobs do you see opening? What kind of different types of work do you see coming in the future with some of these new technologies? Sure. It's... The job itself has changed so much over the years. Um, it, you, before it was, there was a lot about um, how you know how, how to program a phone system, right? And because you, you know you needed this to be able to you know change an extension, move things around, all that sort of stuff. But now it's how how the phone system integrates in with the other systems. So it's not just about the phone system. You need to have a knowledge of um, 
Google and a knowledge of Microsoft and a knowledge of a little bit of programming languages and, and how to bring these systems together. Because, you know, the Salesforce, you, you know, you want to have a click to call out a Salesforce so that way when someone's in their CRM system, to be able to go out there and say, okay, I'm just going to click the phone number and my phone starts ringing, okay? How those integration points work. So the IT guy is changing. You know, the role is changing. It's all about how the IT person uh, integrates and how how things are integrated together. The IT guy used to look at and, and focus on, you know, the programming of the phone system. And he was just, you know, concerned about the phone system. But now the IT guys have this, you know, need to understand how all everything interconnects. And either they need to do the interconnection or they need to understand it well enough so they can have, you know, so they can tell somebody how the interconnections work. And all of these look at, you know, whether I'm connecting into Salesforce for my CRM, while I'm talking into a, doc, a document management system like Google Docs or uh, Office 365, those sort of things all matter, right? And so the IT guy becomes a little bit more of a jack of all trades, having to understand all the different things because they are all interconnected now. And now you're also seeing the connection in with the, the contact center and how things are moving between the contact center and sort of the front office. So you have all these different pieces. So the IT guy now needs to be more of a generalist instead of a specialist. So he was used to be specializing on just the phone systems. Now they need to understand a little bit of more of what's going on and how things are changing and what the business outcome is. This is the biggest thing before everyone just knew you know, I needed dial tone and there, it was a given, there was nothing, you know, no one had any, you know, different expectation, dial tone and the dial tone must work, right? Now it's what's the business outcome and how does that business outcome go out there and, uh, you know, affect the, affect the overall company and how can I make it better and how can I make it, you know, make my, my sales team more productive? How can I make my marketing team more, more productive? How can I make my HR team more productive? It's about the business outcomes that these products deliver. So the IT guy has to understand what's the business outcome and how it relates to the technology. So very much a shift before it was purely technology and, and how to get you know how to get things working. But now they have to understand, okay, there's a business outcome that comes along with it. So it's a big change in the marketplace. And, and like I said earlier, it's about becoming more of a generalist and understanding how all the things inter intertwine. Because you now you have your phone system feeding data into AI systems, right? And the AI system is doing, you know, uh, predictive analytics with it, saying, hey, I got this going on. I know that I need to have this. I may need to increase bandwidth. I may need to increase CPU power. I may need to increase all this sort of stuff because uh, the AI system went out there and saw um, there's a weather event that's going to affect my business at that point. And because of that weather event, I need more, you know, I know that I'm going to get a lot more phone calls this week. Those sort of things. The, you know, the, the IT guy needs to understand all the different pieces where before, you know, he was purely the telecom guy and made sure that that voice and that dial tone worked you know, seamlessly. So I know Avaya is always present at a lot of different industry events, but how do you and your team make sure that you're up to date on continuing education and staying, you know, active in the workspace and making sure that your products and your team's knowledge are at the top of the industry, you know, making sure that everybody has an insight into what's going on and what products are coming and how to use them. Yep. Thank you. Um, that's not always an easy task because there's always something uh, changing and going on, um, you know, something new coming up there. 
Um, we do a number of different things. Um, obviously, going to the industry events, whether it is the uh, joint uh, show of IAUG um, and Avaya with uh, Engages, right? Mm -hmm. um, and we see where our, our partners and are bringing things to it. Um, but also going to other places like Engage, um, which is, you know, obviously the big trade show. But a lot of times, you know, you're not seeing that. It, you got to go to the peripheral events. You got to go to, to other things. Um, I'm, I'm located in Silicon Valley, so I have a little bit of advantage because a lot of the events are here. So it's easy for me. My team's all over the world. It, it's going out there, talking to people, talking to our partners, talking to our customers and saying, what are you guys seeing out there? So getting information from them. We also have a real good relationship with the analysts. Um, you know, obviously we go out there and we brief the analysts, but we ask, but one of the things I do is ask the analysts what's going on in the industry so they can bring us information. And that gives us a clue as what's going on, whether it is something special in AI and voice analytics or, you know, or something else. And then we can start focusing the team on there. It, it takes a lot of effort for us to keep up. Um, and I'll be honest, it's one of those things that we're just constantly you know, going out there, educating, learning, and trying to find out what's what's new in the industry. Do you ever feel like you have a hard time keeping up with all the new things coming out left and right? Um, it, I won't say it's a hard thing. Uh, I naturally am, am one of those people that's a uh, that's a learner. Um, so I go out there and I read a lot of stuff, and my my wife gets on me because she comes up with, "How did you ever hear about X Y Z or whatever?" Um, that's just sort of my 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 personality. But I, for, for somebody who is, you know, not of that nature, it's, it's hard. You know, I, and I see this with people on my team and I, you know, I, and I have to coach my team and say, you know, you got to go out there and you got to go talk to some people. You got to go, you know, um, talk to some partners and see what's going on out there because it's changing, right? Telecom, the telecom industry didn't change for a long time. It was, it was pretty, it was pretty, you know, um, just sort of the next step, the next step, the next step. These past three or four years, there's been a lot of change. And I and I see a lot more change still coming for the next three or four years at least. Maybe longer, who knows. But you're going to, you know, there was a lot of change that's just happened and there continues to be a lot of change. And this is where you got to go out there and learn as much as you can. Um, go to the industry events, go to the IEG events. All of those sort of things help you understand. Uh, one of the things we talked about, and I thought this was very interesting, I, uh, I mentioned this earlier, that we just went on a roadshow, uh, 19 different cities in the United States, uh, looking at the different, you know, meeting with partners, meeting with customers, and so on and so forth. And one of the things is we had a special customer event in each one of these, and quite often, customers would start, you know, we, we would set this up in a roundtable so people could talk and, and whatnot, and, and the customers would learn from each other. You know, so one customer was talking about um, an E911, and I remember this was down in our um, Orange County, California show. And this other customer spent 15 minutes just talking to the, they went back and forth trying to get different ideas about E911, because the one customer had already implemented it, the other customer was trying to get, you know, well, did you look at this vendor, that vendor, how did you do this, so on and so forth. So it's go out there and get to these industry events, get, talk to them, um, and talk to the other customers that are out there because they're going to help you with those ideas. You know, you know, sometimes you'll come to it and no one's ever done anything, but a lot of times you'll go to one of these events and somebody's already done that. So they can tell you what they've learned, what they've seen, how they've done it, the good, the bad, the diff indifference. So it, it, it just, you got to go out there and you got to be talking to people. Right. Um, 
yeah, that's a really good point. So I guess kind of in closing here, as we're wrapping up the end of our, our conversation, do you, why do you think an Avaya user should become an IAUG member? Uh, there's so many resources with IAUG. Um, so many good local events, uh, regional events, and obviously the national events at, at Engage. You know, those really help you out and the, that helps you out connecting to your peers, uh, understanding what's going on in the industry. We talked a lot about the industry changing. And if you go to these events, you're going to be connected to other people that have either are in the same spot that you are or have already done it. And that's really where, where you're going to start learning. And, and Avaya is really dedicated towards um, IAUG. We're out there. You know, you'll always see Avaya people at the IAUG events. So there's that close relationship that you're going to get that close contact with Avaya, but you're also going to get the close contact with other people in, in the industry. So there, it's a really good you know, place to be, really good place for us, for you to learn what's going on and, and where things are changing. All right. Well, Mike, I thank you so much for your time today. Um, we had a great conversation here about the ever-evolving world of IT. Um, so thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. And I will see you at I Engage. Thank you, Caitlin. Really appreciate it. And can't wait for us to uh, wait for Engage in, uh, in a couple of months. Thanks for joining us on the IAUG Insider Podcast. We'll be sharing another episode next week, so be sure to tune in. In the meantime, we will be hosting some IAUG member-only webinars. This series is the Landscape of IT series and is discussing everything from women in tech to the way that the IT world is changing and how to welcome the newer workforce into the IT community. So please look out for that and become a member today to register and join us. Thank you. Talk to you next week. The IAUG Insider Podcast is brought to you by the International Avaya User Group, the world's largest international organization for communications technology professionals. Each episode is written, organized, and hosted by me, Caitlin Malinowski, and produced and edited by Katie Moore.